What is going on, everybody? It's your boy Sherman O'Better here once again with another fantastic episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Uh, man, glad to be here. Glad to be here another Friday, after, sunny afternoon here out here in Florida. Obed, I don't know how it is out in D.C. for you, but uh, it's nice and cool and uh, breezy. I know you dropping into little, like low, low teens as of yet, or is it not that cold for you? It's nice and cool and breezy out here. I mean, you know, that counts when you're in the, the low 30s, low 20s. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. It's still, I, don't it's still know cool. I don't know. I don't know nothing about that life, bro. I'm, uh, I'm ice, in the icebox cool. Icebox cool. We blame I'm Omarion for that one. Word, right? Oh, my goodness, dude. Oh, man. Good to have you been here as always. So, we got our guest in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we have our returning guest, which is our self proclaimed um, professional sports fan, which is Chris from Philadelphia. Here he is. He is live in person. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm happy to be here, guys. Appreciate it. You know, it's interesting, Obed. I hear these guys joking about it's so chilly today. It's so chilly. And meanwhile, it's literally 70 degrees. So, oh, yeah. coming from Philly, where I left and it was 25, they yeah. have no room to speak. So. Yeah. That sounds like a personal problem. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a personal it's like problem. I had to wear a long sleeve shirt today. My goodness. <laughs> so happy to be here, guys. It's my birthday. Big three, seven. Let's go. I'm excited. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Hey, nope. Nope. <laughs> Can't wait. Let's, let's get let's get it into it, man. Um, first off, we've got to before we get into our usual uh NFL talk, folks, we're gonna start off. With a quick note from the NBA, um, as we most of us may know, Warriors guard Clay Thompson finally made his return to the court last week with almost over 900 days since he last played in the finals. It was against the Raptors, I yeah. think it was a couple of years back. Yeah. Man, he looks good, dude. He looks good. He came out with, what, 17 points on, on the night? 17, could have had 30. <laughs> right? Against the Cavs. But, man, this Warriors team, I mean – I don't really know what else to say. They have pretty much have no holes. Andrew Wiggins, I think this is probably the best thing for Andrew Wiggins' career, playing this Warriors team and even coming off the bench at sometimes. Yes. To me, it's like he's developed so much more because, you know, he was the number one pick out of, out of, out of Kansas, I think yes. it was, right? Um, and if I'm mistaken, he was drafted by Cleveland so, then got traded to Minnesota. That was part Love, of the yeah. whole Kevin Love trade. You know, he did okay to Minnesota with Carl with Anthony Towns, but he is really coming along with with golden state here and but now but now you've got clay back you've got steph you've got draymond i mean this warriors team is looking like the warriors teams of old which we're used to seeing in the past i mean what can we expect obed from this warriors team because they're just been on fire i think they have the best record in the nba right now if i'm not mistaken the, no, they. I think they have the second best. I think they're like two games behind uh, the Suns. Excuse me, they're one game behind the Suns, um, and it's it's you know I. At that point, it's splitting hairs because they mm. look good, even with only getting seventeen from Clay Thompson. And I, you know, I want to give a shout out to Otto Porter. I think who's definitely helps round out that roster nicely for them. I. I I can see them being a force. We'll be talking about this for the last two years, right? At least I know I've been mentioning the last two years. The, the, the league has gotten to a point where they no longer really fear some teams and the winners, you know, at the end of the season just happens to be who's the healthiest. You know, I mean, we, we saw the Lakers fall apart because they didn't have AD there. Uh, and Russell Westbrook just seems to be, I just saw an, a hilarious meme that if Russell Westbrook was, the shooter down in Dallas, we would probably still have JFK today. 
so i don't (laughs) you know i don't want to i don't you know literally shots fired literally Literally, yeah yeah no pun intended there full shots fired is that too soon no no again and it's terrible to see the way russell plays right now knowing that he's used to be an mvp of this league you mm-hmm. know but mm-hmm. I, I, may, I maybe maybe it was a fugazi right because his teammate who won the mvp they've written written into the rule books you can no longer do what he did to get to the get to the top of the mountaintop so i don't, I don't know what to tell you but right now I, i'd say golden state's got the makings to be one of the best teams if not the best team in the league Chris, can they win a championship with this current roster? Because it's looking like that's the way they're headed. People are picking them already to come out of the West, I think even before Clay came back. So it's interesting, guys, you know, because you're sure you were specifically saying, like, is this the, uh, you know, Golden State Warriors teams of old, you know, from four or five years ago where they were, you know, in the championship every year versus uh, the Cleveland teams. Um, but guys, we have to remember what got the Warriors to those championships and, and winning them was they were always one of the top defensive teams in the league on top of being the most prolific backcourt shooting team in history. They don't have that same defensive prowess. They don't have the, you know, that, that center guy, that stopper that's really there to clog up the middle because we all know in the playoffs, the, the league, the game, it slows down. It slows down drastically. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it, you know, I don't know if they have the defense to take them there, but they're going to be in the Western Conference Championship. They're going to, it's probably going to be them in Phoenix. I mean, but at this point, you know, Obed, to your point, it, it's a different game now. It is an offensive game. So maybe you don't need those, you know, that top five defense to, to, to win it anymore. But that is what the Warriors were prolific for. They were always a top five defense when they won their championships. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, you're, I mean, you're kind of you're kind of right, and you're also kind of like on the edge too, because you know when when Steph can and Clay can shoot the lights out. I mean, not many people can keep up with them. That's the thing. Yeah. You That's know what I mean? The defense, you're ahead by so many points. Points, right? You know, a lot of teams aren't built to come come from behind. It even goes back to the NFL. There are certain teams that are built to come from behind. There are certain people that keep leads, and some are some are just not. And if, and if Golden State gets out to like a, a 23 point lead in the middle of the third quarter. Most teams aren't going to be able to come from behind from that because they're not going to be able to shoot the rock as efficiently as mm-hmm. as the Warriors can. You know what I mean? That's why I say that. But I mean, Golden State, like you said, Obed. I mean, Golden State's like what, what game and a half behind Phoenix. Memphis is right up there. John Morant is playing is playing his butt off. I gotta say, he's a he's a, he's fantastic. But he'll be he'll be MVP of the league one day. One, one day. day, yes, yeah, one I, day, yeah, yeah. I think I, I would agree with that, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, right now, the Warriors look like I mean, they're starting to look like the team of old. I think you know, um, Clay's been tweaking as, as tweaked his an injury a little bit. I think he's out, might be out, and Draymond might be out for like a game or two here and there. But if they keep if they keep playing this thing, that's the thing about them. They play this, this such cohesive basketball and together. It's fluid. It's fluid. It's fluid. The passing, the movement, <laughs> like with with or without the ball, it's yeah. it is. It's a thing of beauty to watch. I mean, we got to give Steve Kerr a lot of credit here, guys. I mean, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, okay, okay. I'm gonna say so. What are we? Let, yeah, what do we give Steve credit for? Let's split it up and let's give him what he gets credit for. Right, because here's the thing. That's Mark Jackson's team. Oh no, I'm yeah. not. That's Mark Jackson's no, team. Mark Jackson. Yeah, no, no, he did. He, yeah. he he drafted the players. He got the the well the main three right. Draymond, Steph, and Clay. I completely yeah. agree with you guys on that. But Steve Kerr, his just the way he his coached the, them since they had because Mark Jackson had him like you said, but Mark yeah. Jackson also got let go right yeah. before they developed into the players that they were. I agree, but the yeah. fluidity, the way the they very played, next and the season, team though, defense, yeah. they won the championship. Part, part of part of the thing that they let him go for was because he came out on record and said somebody challenged him and said you thought that they were the best backcourt shooters, and he's like, I didn't say I thought they are, they are yeah. and mm-hmm. so the front office is like, 
he's crazy. Like these guys haven't played in the league long enough. And that just went with him, went with him, went with him. And then these guys shot the lights out when he wasn't there and won Mm -hmm. the championship. Mm -hmm. So no, and nobody went back and gave him his flowers. Not one person. We're not hearing this about this until these guys have already won three, four Mm -hmm. championships now. And that's but look at it now so like so they had you know back-to-back not good years right well because of the the clay injury mm-hmm. uh draymond wasn't playing up to his potential all that like that Steph was out Steph was out but now injury. look at what before clay even came back right like look where look where golden state's at guys like and i'm just saying like you got to give Kerr a little bit of crap i mean because it's been six years now that that Kerr's been at the helm so like absolutely yeah i mean yeah, yeah, like yeah. i'm just he saying, didn't he didn't run into the ground he absolutely yeah, did not I'm run into the saying, ground he understands championship football uh right. basketball you cannot forget mark jackson's oh no no that's I all i'm saying about it. Yeah. right you know what i mean no, 100%. unless golden state looks like it's a powerhouse and they're, they're gonna be this there i would agree with chris they're gonna be in the western conference championships probably even the nba finals Let's do a quick recap, Obed and Chris, on the college football playoff national championship where Georgia finally got a victory over Alabama, and it was the most important one of them all. They finally got their they got their revenge from the SEC championship game early in the year, finally being Alabama 33-18. to 18. The Bulldogs get their first national championship, I think the first time in the last 41 years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Walker. It's It's crazy. Uh, I mean, and Bryce Young, the quarterback from Alabama, didn't play didn't play terribly terrible in this game. Just, just it was just uh, they relied on him heavily, I would say. But late game um, decisions were to me were what kind of did them in. It was about I mean I think it was about a minute and fourteen seconds left in the game, and Alabama was was still within reach. I think they were within what eight points at that at that point, and he's just taking shots shots down the field. Yeah. bombs for no reason like mm-hmm. it's worse than 10 to get the first down you know su- yeah. survive another down let's go yeah. dude why are you taking these deep shots and me, me meanwhile james jameson williams is already out of the game at that point because he had torn his acl so yeah. you don't have your your top receiver in the game at that point so maybe it was the play calling i don't know but bama just didn't look like like to kind of paraphrase what you said earlier and to channel our inner stephen a smith fluid as they normally do as they normally would you know what i mean but Kudos to Georgia for getting this victory. Um, Chris, what's your take on on this one? At this one here. Yeah, I mean, uh, with the with the Bryce Young situation, guys. I mean, uh, like in the beginning of the game, even up to that fourth quarter, it looked systematic. It looked like boom, boom, boom. You knew exactly where every play going. A little owl pattern, slant, curl, button hook. Like you knew what was going on. It mm. seemed like he was playing within the system, within his game. At the end of the game, again, I don't know. Was he just pushing too much? I think it was play calling. That's my opinion. Mm -hmm. So it made him and forced him to do that. Um, Georgia was the favorite going into this game by two and a half points. Uh, So Vegas, like they always do, know something that we don't. Um, (laughs) Even though, you know, literally, what was it? Not even a month prior, Georgia got blown out by Alabama in the SEC championship game. Mm -hmm. So they knew something. I mean, this Georgia front seven is one of the best front sevens that we've seen in college football maybe ever. Um, I mean, they were just uh, so I, I, I dominant. Gotta, I got to go back to Clemson a few years ago. No, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just saying one of, like yeah, they yeah. were absolutely dominant. The amount of points per game, I think it was fourth or fifth uh, least points per game in the modern, um, you know, BCS uh, now college football history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's insane. I mean, Georgia, uh, hats off to them. I mean, look at, look at, uh, was it uh, Barrett, right? Uh, JT Barrett was a starter. They went to Stetson like back and forth all year. And this kid, what was he, uh, Obed? He was a um, 
a fifth year walk-on or something yeah. like that was yeah. on the team didn't he couldn't make the team had to go to juco then yeah. comes back on again was the fifth string quarterback guys yeah. on this team going into this year and comes in and and, and played a very solid game and was everybody wanted tj daniels yeah he's the one taking him to the promised land it was amazing and he won offensive uh mvp i mean i mean kudos to georgia i thought it was a phenomenal game overall guys yeah i think it was a good game yeah. obey quick what's your thoughts on Georgia. yeah it was a good game hats off to georgia i think you know i won't give vegas too much credit on this one because without the injuries <laughs> they had and then That's listen the thing. You, you got an inexperienced corner out there they just kept attacking him with yeah. it, it looked like like out backyard it looked like mm-hmm. we were in middle school and it was like oh that kid's too small doesn't know how to play it just bombed him over and over again and right. then to your point chris bad play calling it's eight points it's 10 points, whatever. You're taking shots downfield when you don't need to. You need to move the ball slowly. You get a stoppage of clock on a first down. Why not use that to your advantage? What, what's mm-hmm. the hurry here? You know, right, so exactly. Yeah, played their way into a loss, honestly, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, the, and the injuries were just a lot for, I mean, Bama was even out with every, uh, with uh, Michi was out too. Yeah. He got hurt in the SEC championship Crazy. game yeah. before. So, I mean, those defensive captains in the middle of the game, you know, that's kind of the heart of the defense, you know, you know, yeah, it was just, I think it was just too much for Alabama to overcome. That's what, that's what, that's what it came down to. I, to, to me, that's in my opinion, you know, now, like I said, not knocking Georgia at all. I mean, Georgia was clearly the best team throughout yeah. the entire season going into the SEC championship yeah. championship yeah. game when Bama finally beat them, you know, yeah. um, to give them their only loss of the year, yeah. but it was just too much for Alabama. I agree. And, there you go. I mean, Alab- but I mean, look, now they already got the early preseason uh, rankings out for or rankings out for next year. Bama's already number one again. Well, duh. Yeah, yeah right. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, the machine like, continues. The machine keeps yeah, going. Just exactly. enjoy that you won one while they were still hot, but they'll coming back for that one. I think, I think it's been said, like, for the past, I mean, how many recruiting classes, like every recruiting class has been able to win at least one national championship yeah. of the past, like, 17 years without whatever yeah. whatever it is i'm some, some crazy number like that That's i can't crazy. recall off the top of my head but i yeah. leave every person every every class has won at least one national championship for the past like how many years well they've won seven out of the last 14 national championships like just let's like pause and think about that that's a 50 percent. i'll i'll take that that's not bad <laughs> that's not bad like you said georgia who, who's a good sec team hasn't won one in 41 years because they always end up going against alabama alabama has SEC won seven you know what i mean in 14 it's just in, it's just insane you know it's it's literally not fair like yeah. literally not fair if you want to win championships i guess you go to alabama just go to alabama you know mm-hmm. <laughs> let's keep it moving uh obed and chris let's get to our nfl uh quick recap obviously one of the Biggest upsets of the of the weekend last week in the first ever week 18 of the NFL was Jacksonville beating the brakes off of Indianapolis and this basically doing in the Colts, not allowing them to get into the playoffs, which was incredible. Obed, I um, I mean, this is a team, Indianapolis team. They haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014 which is mind-boggling because Jacksonville's not a good squad. They haven't been good since <laughs> yeah. the day before forever, okay? Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, Jacksonville, they got a couple quality wins. This one against Indy, against yeah. Buffalo earlier in the year. Yeah. What's your take on the collapse of Indianapolis, Obed? Um, much like a lot of the teams that we're going to discuss that are on the slide right now, it's the lack of quarterbacking. I mean, you can only hide that person for so long mm-hmm. till you need him to make plays and they're not there. Uh, Cleveland is dealing with this. They have two 
Jonathan Taylor types running in front of him and they're still not winning games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can, you can go that Mac Jones is a rookie, but you know, will remains to be seen what it looks like from him going forward, but they're going to leverage, uh, uh, the two running backs there very heavily before they have to ask Mac to do anything. Uh, and this just shows you, and, and this is another reason why I want Buffalo to build the dome because dome teams are soft and this dome team in the Colts went outside against a bad organization, bad team and got pushed around and got mushed in the face and everybody got a plan until you get punched right in the grill. And it is exactly what happened. Jonathan Taylor. I have no faults with him. Michael Pittman came out to play. T.Y. Hilton came out to play. The only person on the on the off on the uh, team of the Colts that we always have a question about is Carson Wentz, and we are always going to have questions about him. Yeah, we've been questioning him since his days in Philadelphia. Um, Chris, I mean, I, I, like I said, everyone was stunned by this law. This should have been an easy win for Indianapolis. They should have easily gotten into the playoffs. All they yeah. have to do is beat one of the worst, if not the worst, team in the league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you get you were in the playoffs and you don't get it done. And quite like you mentioned uh Obed, uh Jonathan Taylor, they didn't give him the rock. They only carried the ball 15 times. Yeah. Chris, to me, that played a part in it too. Why were they not feeding Jonathan Taylor? Uh yeah, that's exactly why. I mean, they went 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 away from their bread and butter. Once they got down, they were actually down uh, I think it was on like 17 or 20 at one point, and they stopped giving him the ball. Mm-hmm. So like Jonathan Taylor, you know, is an MVP candidate this year. Mm-hmm. Like, so they went away from what they did. Honestly, Obed, to what you were saying, I don't think Carson Wentz is the reason they lost this game. Defensively, they've got a lot of question marks. They, I mean, like to, to give up, you know, 26 to Jacksonville, the worst team in the league, like they were in the hole from the beginning. Like that's more of a question than anything. I don't think the defense showed up. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz wasn't awful. I mean, he went 17 for 29, one touchdown, one pick, not good but not porous either. I mean, so I don't think he's the reason they lost. I think, you know, with that kind of a running back they have in JT and JT, if they get a solid defense, like back, you know, like mid to late uh, 2000s kind of Colts, you know, defense like back when Manning was there. Oh my goodness. I got to stop you. I'm sorry. Manning didn't have any good defenses. That's the reason we always talk about how he didn't. And I'd say the defense is probably the best thing that shows up when Indianapolis shows up, maybe second to Indianapolis Colts defense has played very well. Most of the year, AFC South matchups are probably the ones that there are are like, you could Mm. never guess what happens. The Tennessee Titans have come out here and lose a game that we Mm. think they're supposed to win. You know, I just, I I don't, I don't, he missed 12 passes. Like if he makes some plays, especially if you're in a passing uh, situation, the job is on the quarterback to bring you out of that passing situation. Let's put it this way. Like Wentz actually played pretty well this year in comparison to the last two years in Philly. And I watched him because I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And he Mm -hmm. got them to the point where they could be in the playoffs. Right. And now when you give up 26 points though, in the game that you need to win to get in, that to me is on the defense. Did could they have scored more? Sure, but if you weren't already behind by three scores, you wouldn't have to score that much. That's a fair point to make. I mean, defense. You know, they give to give up twenty six to Jacksonville and all, but still, as the leader of that football team and you know at the helm with the, as your quarterback, you have to step. Up. Oh, I don't think he played great by by any means. I'm not right. by any stretch. I'm not trying to defend him that he played like oh, but I don't think he's the reason they lost this game. That's all. Okay. Fair, fair enough. That's fair. Fair, yeah, that's fair. Fair, fair enough. Let's move along. Um, Chris and Obed. Oh, Chris, let's go to your team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They <laughs> snuck by Baltimore late in this one um, and got into the playoffs somehow backdoor their way in. Literally. Yeah, because of the yeah. uh, game later on in the evening, oh, which we'll, we'll get to in a second here. Um, but 
I mean, are you shocked that the Steelers are in the playoffs, Chris? I went to bed, gentlemen, um, thinking I was like, all right, Ben, that was your last game. Great job. You got a win. Happy for you. Right off in the sunset. And I woke up and the first headline, because, you know, on the algorithms on Facebook and all that, like things you like, <laughs> Steelers make the playoffs. I go, wait, 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 what is it? This, this, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. How, where, when, and why? Well, remember, how, where, when, and why? The only like, way they were not going to make the playoffs is, be, is if the game we were going to talk about with uh, Las Vegas with the and Raiders, the Chargers yeah. ended in a tie. It's really because the, the Colts, this is the Colts. It's because the Colts. It's the Colts. It's the Colts. It's the Colts. Yes. So uh, thank you, Carson, once again. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I mean, it, it, it's great for Ben for a Hall of Fame career, you know, and again, for Tomlin, you know, in, in his 16th year with the Steelers, never having a losing season. Like, it's phenomenal story in regards to them getting there. But guys, look who they're going against. They're going against a team that literally, what, three weeks ago beat them by 20. Oh, actually, I think it was more. It was like 24. Whoa. I mean, they're going to get – even Bed made a joke about it in a press conference. I think it was, what, yesterday or day before yesterday? Saying, yeah, we're probably not going to win this game. Like, literally, <laughs> he knows. I mean, like, this isn't Steelers teams of old that, you know, even like those gritty, defensive, win it, ugly games. No, like, right. they're just not – the ground and pound. They they're just that not anymore. that anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a great story that my Steelers made, it, and I'm proud of them. They should be proud. Like, we were talking earlier with all these – firings of coaches and things like that look at the pittsburgh Steelers. they've had three coaches obed in 75 years three yeah three like, and, and like they're consistent so you don't have to win the super bowl every year you know to be a good team no. like to be a consistent pro gotta be in the conversation so gotta be look, in the conversation look at them that's what the Steelers are so again good for them they're mm. not gonna make the super bowl but congratulations obed what's your what was your take on the the victory over the ravens I mean, you think you always believe that Pittsburgh, excuse me, that uh, Baltimore is a hard place to play, but you know, the Steelers, you know, it's a division matchup. You know how to play that. I, I always think that you have some kind of competitive advantage when you play in the elements. But again, you look at the AFC North, everybody plays outside, everybody plays in the cold. So you got to come ready to come up, come up and play. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I don't, I, just, I don't know how the Ravens lost this game. Maybe it comes down to the turnovers that Tyler Huntley had, still had a good game. But Latavius Murray looked good. Huntley looked great with his legs. You know, again, he mm-hmm. is. He, I think yeah, they ran the ball great. Yeah, very well, very well. You know, the they passed the ball decently enough. Mark Andrews eight for eighty five. Marquise Brown caught three for twenty seven. Bateman got involved as well. Um, but it, it's mind boggling to me. Two hundred and forty nine yards on the ground, and you can't hold the ball long enough or make enough plays to to go out with the W. But you know, hey, it's a, it's a testament to AFC North football. Anything can happen on a Sunday. Uh, I'll tell you this. Tyler Huntley is going to make it hard for that front office to just pay Lamar Jackson whatever they want because Tyler Huntley looks more comfortable back there all overall than uh, Lamar Jackson looks. I don't – there's no – to me, in my eyes, there's no way Huntley is the man leading the way for Baltimore next year. It's going to be Lamar Jackson for sure. Uh, oh, I know. I'm not saying he's going to be leading. I'm just oh, going to okay. say it's going to be hard for them to pay him the kind of money knowing that they're still getting offensive production that is worth almost yeah. winning games. They almost from, beat the from Packers. They, right? not, you know what I mean? From, the, from yeah. that backup quarterback who grew, who came up in a pro-style offense. He is prepared to throw first and run when needed. 12 for 72 on the ground with a 21-yard rush. That That is a line that you would get from Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I don't know if you would get the kind of passing where he only missed uh, 15 passes, but hey, we, you know, we'll, we'll see that. 
Right. That's yeah, a good point. Yeah, no, it's a fair point for sure. I he's, mean, he's not he's not getting Patrick Mahomes. Like he was going to your point. I think a bet of and yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. He's looking for you know that 500 million dollar kind of yeah. contract. It's not coming. And, and it ain't oh, coming. No, hell, it ain't coming. Yeah. So, yeah. he's not Got he's it. not getting Patrick Mahomes. He's not getting Aaron Rodgers or Brady. Brady even no. Tom Brady. No. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Let's keep it going, guys. Um, another I guess stunner from the from the last week was San Francisco getting the victory nope. over LA in not LA. a stunner, not a stunner. <laughs> Dude, the fact that it was in Los Angeles, that was the big thing for me too. You have how many times? How many times has Sean McVay beaten Kyle Shanahan head to head? I know you said it every zero, time. Zero. It's, it's zero. zero. It oh, is. Zero. It is now. Well, the other way. Yeah. It is now six in a row. I'm not picking the Rams in this game because Sean McVay is coaching from the notes that Kyle Shanahan's father gave him. He'll never know the secret sauce inside of the pro- the process, and he'll keep trying to fake it. But when he goes up against the, the master's son, he's going to lose. And it's now six in a row. It's astonishing to say that. It's, yeah, yeah this Shanahan has McVay's number, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it's kind of funny that you, if you look, when you look at it like that. But, I mean, the fact that L.A. had a chance to clinch the division outright, they, they did eventually because Arizona lost. Yeah. But they had a chance to clinch the division outright. And they're at home. I thought there was, I thought for sure LA would win this game. You know what I mean? I, I did. And, yeah. but look, you got to give it up to J- Jimmy Garoppolo. He had a similar numbers to, to, uh, to Matthew Stafford in this one. He won 30, so he won 23 of 32 for 316 and a score. But I mean, there was no, excuse me, there was no run game from, from, uh, from LA. San Francisco yeah. controlled the clock with the run game for sure in this one. Um, Chris, I mean, I just, I don't, to me, San Francisco is not a better team than Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. They just happen to get the victory in this one, right? Yep. No, honestly, I mean, I, these were very two evenly matched teams, in my opinion. Um, again, being at home, I was, you know, more for Matthew Stafford than anyone else. I was hoping for him that they would pull this out because uh, this isn't good juju to go into the playoffs with mm-hmm. um, a loss like this at home. Um, but you know what? It's got guys, you know what's gonna be interesting with Garoppolo, right? The air pair is behind him. Like we we know Trey Lance is his yeah. it like he's not the future. What yeah. happens though, just theoretically, guys, what happens if Jimmy G goes to an NFC championship game and even loses, right? Loses, doesn't go to the Super Bowl, but goes to another NFC championship game. How hard is that gonna make it for the San Francisco 49ers? Be like, yeah, yeah, let's just let's just cut him. Let's just get done. Like a, a guy that would been to the Super Bowl. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think he's the guy necessarily, but you know what? Trent Dofer wasn't the guy and he won a Super Bowl. I mean, but Trent like Dover was just a, a stand in place guy. Filler. That was the oh, defense. No. He's a filler, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. But I'm just saying, but it, wouldn't that make yeah. it just interesting? The storyline, if Jimmy G somehow makes it back to the NFC championship game, like, do you really cut him at that point? You know, I, I, honestly, I mean, it's a fair question because you listen. I mean, nobody wants to absorb his contract, and they're probably they've already drafted the heir apparent. They know they want Trey, and I, I think that it's better suited for them to stick with Trey and move off from Jimmy G and just let the the chips lie where they may because they need a running style off uh, quarterback in this offense. That is what the this offense when it hummed the best with Colin Kaepernick. That's what they were doing, and he knows that that's the way they want to go. Um, I'm still calling this not an upset i'm still not saying that the san francisco just happened to win because they spanked these guys 31 to 10 last yeah. time you know so i mean i get again in this matchup i cannot pick sean mcveigh until sean mcveigh wins 
is six straight losses. It's, there's, it's not even a, oh, well, you just happen to lose. It's consistent now. Maybe if it had been two, okay. Six? Yugi, you didn't beat them in six games? Yeah. Well, it's basically, it's basically the same analogy as uh, Jim Harbaugh in Michigan against Ohio State, same. right, up until yep. this year. I mean, yeah. like, yep. literally, like, yeah. just show me. I'm not believing you until you show me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like you point. said, if he wins, do we think about him keeping his job? Hey, there you go. Hardball one. The people are like, damn, might as well leave, let him keep his job. Well, now, now he's looking, now, now he's getting NFL job looks. Like, yeah, yeah, he's after being at Ohio Vegas. State one time and getting a four yeah. pack. Yeah, it's like, oh, how about that? <laughs> how, how does that even work? Like, uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, that's funny for sure. But let's keep it going, guys. The other matchup we wanted to talk about, which I briefly uh, mentioned before, was the Vegas matchup but over Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. This was probably one of the biggest, or I guess, most nerve-wracking games of the, week, of the weekend, if you will, for a lot of teams, especially your, your Pittsburgh Steelers, which we mentioned, Chris. The crazy thing about this is, yes, Vegas got the victory 35-32 to late in overtime, but if they went to a tie, the Chargers would have gotten the playoffs. I'm almost, I'm almost wondering, at one point, there's a Chargers sideline, there's a coach, go to, over to the Raiders coach, like, yo, my man, just, just, just run the clock out. Let us yeah. let the, let us let us let us get this tie. Yeah, you know let's what I mean. No, it's like let's we can both go in. We it can both go hurt, in. Doesn't yeah. hurt the Raiders at all. He says, you know, it just helps the Chargers out. It's almost like, do you think that conversation maybe peaked in the in their in the Chargers coach's mind? Like, yo, what if we just gave him a little heads up? Like, yo, you good? You good? You know what I mean, like, just, just don't just don't do anything else. Just, yeah, just absolutely. Take take a knee. Would that? Mm. Do you think that's ever possible? A little bit to, like that even a thought crossed his mind at all. I thought hundred percent. I mean, there's no, <laughs> you know, there's, it, it's, it, they, it couldn't have, these guys know, like they go through a list of all of the potential things that could happen in a game just in case. Cause you want to keep the balls, you want to save the jerseys. Right. So they know every little thing that is about to occur that like, why wouldn't we have a little conversation? They tell you guys are, are trying to get dudes on their team in the little conversation before a game starts, right. You're recruiting out there. So there's no way the conversation didn't come up. It's just like, man, let's just get this tie. Why not? Let's just get this tie. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. just, it's just interesting that I mean, you know, I think this was late in the overtime too. The game was almost over, yeah. and the Raiders ended up winning. <laughs> I, just, I just thought it was, just thought it was kind of, you know, kind of crazy. Well, of course, it's real sketchy. Well, of course, you start to have those thoughts in your mind when you're losing the game. So yeah, like yeah, sure, just let us tie, guys. Like, but even let's get still, these three, you know, know as you're tie, going, like, as you're going through it, why not? Like, hey, oh man, competitive. I mean, we've all played sports, Sherm or bad. I mean, come on. Like, I, I, I'm not saying the thought may not have crossed, but can you seriously say that it like it was a serious thought process of either team. Like you have some competitive integrity, right? Like a little bit, a little bit, like that like you just want to go out and win the game. And, and for the Chargers, look at them. I mean, they, they ended nine and eight, right? Mm-hmm. Like they shouldn't even have been in that situation where a tie gets them into the game. Like, come on, Justin Herbert, like guys, I mean, Obed, you can correct me too. Two thirds in the season. I thought Herbert might've been the MVP of the league. Like he was out there Agreed. swinging the rock. Like, Agreed. I mean, so like, and then they lost. What was it? Four out of their last six. I mean, come on, guys. I, 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 if Brandon I'm Staley, I blame yeah. Brandon Staley just yeah. screwing it up. Like, why mm-hmm. go for two all those times? Why not yeah. kick one field goal out of three opportunities and I then win agree. that game? Those games yeah. you're losing. Like, it's just well, the all the, the, anal- sharp. the analytics will say that you know if we go for it in this situation, then I mean, blah blah blah. So. Just just tell them that you're playing Madden. Just yeah. just stop. <laughs> just tell me like Madden rules, and you you're playing like twelve year olds on Madden right now. Oh, like I'm gonna go for it every single time. Yeah, it's kind of like I. 
Yeah, you got to. I think you got to put it on the coach on this one. I mean, the Chargers, I think, are still. They have a better. I think the Chargers have a better young quarterback oh, than the Raiders. I think we. I think we. What all agree on that one? Yeah. Herbert over Derek Carr. Um, overall, you know, I think they got a better running back than Austin Eckler, a better wide receiver core. Yep. The Raiders are in disarray. So we think we think we all feel that the Chargers are probably more deserving to be in the playoffs than the Raiders are, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. Well, let's we can keep it moving, guys. One of the big topics, if you will, of the past week that the regular season has ended in the NFL was coaches, coaches openings, head coach openings across the board. I mean, everyone's getting fired and you know, throughout the league. In Chicago, Minnesota, Miami, surprisingly, Denver, the New York Giants, Houston. I mean, Obed, let me ask you, out of all the firings that went down, were all of them justified? It seems like a few of them definitely were. But to me, the biggest one I have a problem with was Miami. I was kind of shocked on. I don't know if you were, but do you think all these firings were justified? Mm, the David Cully firing was not justified and the Brian Flores firing was definitely not justified. Be- beating the Patriots is a Super Bowl for some teams, for real. <laughs> Whether, you know, honestly, beating the Patriots, saying that you got the W against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick was the, the, the creme de la creme. They used to say that the Patriots dynasty was over when those teams beat them, you know? Right, so right, right. I, I'm, I'm, I can't imagine that you're celebrating champagne on closing out the season. And then you walk into your boss's office and get the pink slip. That makes no sense to me. Um, yeah, but that, I mean, you know, there, I was a little shocked by, I mean, he went 24 yeah. and 25 in three seasons, great. And not a winning record, but this team was, on the rise especially yeah. defensively too you know what i mean yeah. um i know there was some rumors going around that they could try to be going after deshaun watson in houston yeah. but that's just going to be a pr nightmare if they yeah. do it you know yeah he can't even play so i mean like, i mean know. hey he's i guess you know flores is happy because he wanted deshaun watson and now he probably is going to become the head coach of the houston texans and then get his guy anyway but i couldn't imagine uh deshaun watson getting back on the field ever again especially for the houston texans uh yeah. but, and david cully did not deserve to get fired there was nothing no. out there After they gave him season? nothing and trading away his best players in one season exactly they he yeah. had nothing <clears throat> to work with yo this was I mean, Chris, you can jump in here. I think the yeah, the Houston one is probably the biggest surprise of them all. Like, what you gave the guy one chance, and he had no he had no franchise, he had no quarterback. I mean, he, yeah. Tyrod Taylor, yeah. rookie David Mims, you know what I mean? Sims, but like, uh, come on, he had a game plan going into the year, thinking he was gonna have Deshaun Watson. Gets the rug pulled from under. Oh, sorry, Watson's not playing this year. Yeah, everything changes. Yeah, like I said, you know, guys, just like we were mentioning earlier, I'd be like, um, you know please see the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like literally, like this is how you run a franchise. Like you don't fire coaches after one or two years, like something doesn't happen. Like you say, Cully, like one year with nothing and you're going to fire him really? Um, You know, with Brian Flores, like you guys were just saying, they were actually talking about him possibly winning coach of the year because after they went, well, they started one in seven, seven, they won seven straight. And if they would have made the playoffs, they were still talking about Brian, Brian Flores being coach of the year, but because they didn't make the playoffs, let's get rid of him. Right. The biggest one that was actually surprised to me guys was Joe judge just because a week or so ago, the organization came out and said how much they were backing the GM and Joe judge. These are our guys. This is who we want moving forward. And then literally just fired him in, in, in the middle of the night like that was I, I, the most surprising me and that's their third coach I, in five no four years i can't say i'm terribly surprised by the joe judge firing in new york i'm not I mean, surprised i'm saying that, is that they backed him be, okay. and then and then they came out like literally then a week later after oh that's our guy that's where we're going with that's mm. we have no plans of moving forward with anyone else oh you're fired in the middle of the night over the weekend like 
Like that yeah. was what surprised me, which doesn't, that, what surprised me most is that that is a very well-run organization, very similar to the Patriots, the Steelers. Like they don't do business like that. They don't come out publicly and say one thing and then go back and do another. So that's the one of the ones that actually surprised me the most. You better ask Jeremy Shockey about that. I think you've given the Giants too much credit for these, these kind of moves that they made. You better go on and ask Odell Beckham Jr. about how they handle business when they send you out to Cleveland to die with a, without a quarterback. But I digress. Um, I'm not surprised. Joe Judge should have been fired, uh, tarred and feathered and flogged in the street, probably put in the stocks for not as disagree. terrible as he was as a not quarterback. Not disagreeing. As a coach. I, I'm just saying the um, way they handled it was what was surprising to me. That you point. seen what they did to Coughlin, and Coughlin had to hit the big step over off the mm. off the GM back then. They've mm. he'd been disrespecting people for a long time i think I mean, maybe we could pull a retraction on that statement because i don't think i think the ghetto man. Yeah. yeah the ghetto me year is about to get what they did look at and then ran that organization into the ground drafted a uh, running back very highly that can't stay healthy because the running back position is very hard hey Came hey, and hey, hey, a, hey 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 leave me hey, alone leave me the, alone the job is the job the job is the job he's great kid but the job is the job it is you don't need to draft him that high knowing that you need a quarterback because your quarterback has a noodle arm not and this is why they 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 made uh, Odell out to be the bad guy for calling out the fact that they can't throw 20 yard passes right now. And then the team pre uh, protected uh, Eli, even though Eli should have been sat down and said, Hey, you're done. Like we can see you're not making passes. We don't need to come out here and not be effective in games. He looks worse than uh, Roethlisberger looks like right now. Like the arm situation is almost yeah. the entire same that we saw with Roethlisberger and at least Roethlisberger is man enough to be like, yo, this is my last year instead of drawing out for three years like Eli did. Well, listen, in say quads, we trust. In say quads, I, I drafted him hoping I was going to make some money. That $35 is never coming back. Just you know. <laughs> he averaged um, five points a week for me. Thank you. I know. <laughs> um, but no, to the point, I think, you know, I, we, I think we all have our own our disagreements, but I, I do so, think the Brian Flores one was the, was the worst what's one. The, what's the most intriguing open position right now? I mean, because it, I think to me, it's, it's gotta be Miami, I think, or, or no. possibly Minnesota. I would say Minnesota. I would you know, say Minnesota. I, I, I like the offensively. They're great, but I think Obed had a take on here. Just go defensively. They are yeah. probably one of the worst, you know, in the league last and two it, minutes of every game to yeah, every every they, every half any two minutes of in a game they will give yeah. up some i think i yeah. said it before in the first 12 or 13 uh, games of the year if they didn't give up a single point in the last two minutes of each game they would have been 12 or 13 yeah. and 0 yeah undefeated <laughs> team i mean that's you craziness you can't yeah. you can't survive think, on that knowing that they're just playing bad defense and yes they had injuries in the defense but you know yeah. much like tomlin finds a way to make it happen he has a bunch of studs on his defense so maybe i should look oh, at brian yeah. flores who doesn't they traded away minka fitzpatrick and still are able to produce some great defensive play mm -hmm. you know now i was still everything i think i think the franchises their organization is still unsure on tua with his ability to lead this team and be that franchise qb that's where the kind of question mark still is i still i like Tua. don't get me wrong but we're still not 100 sure of his of his um abilities as as of yet um chicago i think is just kind of a, a kind of a mess now they did let the gm go too as well to ryan pace so that could tend to turn things around you you're hoping that you have a franchise qb and justin fields there um but i mean you don't have a i mean alan robinson okay he's a number one receiver but he's not a top tier number one yeah, receiver and he's getting older I mean, you know he don't have a legit running back um you, you know what i mean i like david montgomery i think david montgomery can tote the rock you know i think i think they've got darnell mooney i think he's going to be a great step you've, for them you've got to build around justin fields then yeah. you got you got to give him more help 
if you really want him to succeed. I, like I said, to me, it's, it's still Miami. It's probably the most intriguing one. Well, to me, Minnesota. I just think I think they have more more to offer right now. Immediately, if you're talking about like a team of the most like intriguing coaching positions that are open. Oh, I need a team that's going to go to a you know an NFC championship or AFC championship game next year. I would say out of the entire list, Chicago, Minnesota, Miami, Denver, New York Giants, Houston. It's probably Minnesota. Oh, Ben, what's your take quickly? Oh, it's Denver for me. He's okay. got a running game. Even if they don't keep Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams can tote the rock. They have an offensive line. They have a defensive line. They've sent money and draft picks on the secondary. Patrick Sertain, the second, is going to be very good for them, ball hawking back there. They have paid two wide receivers, one under the cover in uh, Tim. I can't remember his last name, but he's pretty good. Uh as a, as a third guy, but they've got Jerry Judy. They've got uh Cortland Sutton, you know, I, I, I just don't see yeah, all spot. they need is a quarterback and they're good to go. It's a good spot. I'll give you yeah. that. Yeah. Denver's not a bad one. Uh, let's keep it moving guys. Let's get to our next segment. You right. You mad. Well, each of us will oppose some of some hard hitting uh, statements and the other ones will tell us if you're correct or if we're outright crazy. Um, Obed, I will go to you with this first one here. Um, Colts quarterback Carson Wentz will not be the starting QB in Indianapolis next season. Sherman, you're mad. I'm pretty sure his ticket price right now is like $15 million of guaranteed money. And unless they can find someone who's willing to trade and then take on that contract to see Carson Wentz do what he does, I don't see it happening. I see him with the Colts next season. Uh, there, there are more there are fewer openings for a quarterback than there are good quarter or excuse me, there's more openings for quarterbacks than there are good quarterbacks. Like the, the field is the, the replacement level guys are not good enough. Who's going out there? Teddy Bridgewater. You know what I mean? Who, like well, who else is? Here's what I'm thinking is the reason why I say it's because, you know, we talked, we just talked about the Colts losing that game against Jacksonville and probably yeah. do what Carson Wentz you bring it in. They tried this last year before with Phil Rivers. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're, you're before that, you know, tried to bring in a veteran QB, after you know what I mean, um, and you know didn't didn't really work out. They they ended up they did go to the playoffs though. They did go play. They lost to Buffalo in that first round. But to me, you could think, uh, to me, this is a team who has a, obviously we know has a solid running game with Jonathan Taylor, but some good wide receivers and a solid defense. This is where Aaron Rodgers could end up. Whoa. And you trade and you trade and you trade and you trade away Carson Wentz. Yeah. You, you think that you think the Packers are going to take Carson Wentz, or you just saying they're going to send him somewhere they're gonna, and they're going to bring in Aaron Carson, Rodgers? Yeah, you, you Indianapolis. I think they are they're they want to win now. Obviously, right? They yeah. think like they can yeah. win now. Yeah. And if you can bring in someone like an Aaron Rodgers in there, they will get rid of Wentz in a heartbeat. It's not like to say is you have a like a Josh Allen, a young QB, like a Josh Allen or Patrick yeah. Mahomes type of, type of player. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there are certain, there are certain QB quarterbacks that we know that are not yeah. going to be moved. Even if they're, yeah. even if they haven't won anything, like I said, Josh yeah. Allen hasn't won anything, but he's yeah. not going anywhere yeah. in Buffalo. You know what I mean? That's yeah. why I say that. Even if it was Aaron Rodgers, like now nah, we're good. Even if we had Aaron Rodgers for the next three seasons, three seasons, yeah. we'll take Josh Allen for the next 10 seasons. That's what yeah. I mean. But if yeah. Indianapolis could get Aaron Rodgers for the next mm. two or three seasons over Carson Wentz, I think they would. That's, you know the, what I mean? Only- I mean, if you ask yourself that question, Everybody would say yes. They could absolutely yeah. take Aaron Rodgers. Uh, go well, ahead, Chris. Well, hey, no, I was going to say, like, honestly, if you're talking about Aaron Rodgers going to the Colts instead of my Steelers, which I've been on record on this show saying he's going to the Steelers, to quote Talladega Knights, 
don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that on me. Don't you do that. Right. No. Like, no, no, he is not going to, he's going to the Steelers gentlemen. So let's just get that. He's, he's going to the Broncos. They've been tapping him no, for no, the Broncos no, no, no. and the Broncos just paid their wide receivers and they got everything else he needs. A-Rod is not a social media guy. And he's been with, there's back and forth Instagram messages with him and Mike Tomlin joking with the other. He is going to my Steelers guys. Stop okay. it. Stop this madness. Okay. But I'm yes, right. to see it. but to your All point, right. Sherman, yes, I think they would make that trade in RP. All right. <laughs> oh, Ben, you got one for you for Chris. I do. I do. Chris, you right. You mad outright. The winner in the NFC could beat the winner in the AFC. <laughs> Is this a serious question? You mad, Obed? Come on, we forget. We forgetting that man on the AFC. What was his name? Uh, Pat, Pat, Patty, something, Patrick, something. Patrick Mahomes. Oh, oh, Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, only been probably the best team in the NFL for the last eight weeks. I mean, like, come on, guys. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. The NFC definitely has the better teams. I mean, what we got? Tampa Bay. We got Green, Green Bay. Bay. Um, gosh, who am I missing right now? I was the Rams. The Rams. The Niners. The, the Niners can make a run. Arizona. Yeah, Arizona's garbage. Um, no, for, <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. The for, out of the AFC, I mean, because Buffalo kind of sputtered off there at the end of the year. Right. I think the AFC's only gleaming, shining, simmery type of hope is the Chiefs. Um, but don't I don't think when you ask this question, you're right, you mad is the NFC, no matter who they get outright better. No, I mean Patrick Mahomes can they could beat any team, they could beat the Bucks, they could beat Green Bay. Come on. But do I think it's gonna happen? No, I think Green Bay's gonna win the Super Bowl. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, you know, I think you're right. They've been rolling off these wins, but again, I'm, I'm not giving them credit for beating uh, the Giants, the Aaron Rodgers, list Packers, the Raiders who needed to get in, <laughs> <laughs> the Cowboys, the Broncos, the Chargers, the Steelers. They lost to the Bengals in a game they were getting thoroughly blown out on mm-hmm. until they started putting some points on. Yeah, they were. You know, this is the, the, you, you say that the Kansas City Chiefs have Patty Mahomes. They're probably the, one of the more suspect teams in the playoffs right now. Defensively, defensively, you're right. And they're going to have some problems. And well, listen, if you shut them down, you sh- all you got to do is just shut down Travis Kelsey and what seems to be an injured Tyree kill. And nobody else is catching balls out there. But you make Every that sound team easy. Lost by, <laughs> I, just shut them down, shut them down. But they were the thing is they were shutting them down earlier this year. What have teams stopped doing that was working earlier? They're not playing cover two shell anymore. They're not putting a big enough corner on Travis Kelsey because when they were given jamming him at the line, playing Travis Kelsey like a wide receiver, he wasn't making plays. Yeah, well, just so you know, the Chiefs are undefeated this year when uh, Tyreek Hill goes for over 70 yards receiving. So, I mean, shut him down. Which can be easily done. Seems easily done. Good luck. Easily done. You know, yeah. Let's keep it going, guys. Um, let's get look at our matchups for this coming weekend with the wild card weekend, um, starting uh, what tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Uh, the first matchups Ooh. of the weekend. Man, we got we got a, a long slate. Yep, Saturday, Sunday, and even a Monday night game in there. Let's start off with Saturday's uh, first matchup: Las Vegas at Cincinnati. Um, I'm gonna go Cincinnati here in this one. I think Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase is just too lethal of a combination for the Raiders to even think about shutting down or coming close to shutting down. So I'm I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Obed, who you got? Carl Nassib leads the league in quarterback pressures. We've talked about Cincinnati not having a great offensive line, them doing enough to keep him, give uh, Joe Burrow some time. I think, I think Las Vegas is an interesting matchup for Cincinnati, but Cincinnati should win this game. Chris. Um, Vegas has one of the more suspect secondaries in the league. Joe Burrow leads the league, actually double the next closest uh, quarterback in uh, yards over 30 plays for a touchdown. So I think Cincinnati wins this. 
All right. Next one. Oh, Ben, here we go. Another matchup with our teams, New England at Buffalo, the rematch, the rubber match in Buffalo. Once again, the, the weather will play a factor, of course. I think a Buffalo makes an adjustment here in this one. And you know what? I can't go against Buffalo. I've been going with them rocking out all year. I, I, I picked them to go to the Super Bowl, not win it, but go, to get there. Uh, let's go, Bills. Chris, what you got? I actually got uh, your uh, New England Patriots with the upset oh. against your Bills, man. I don't know why. I just have a feeling like Bill Belichick playoffs. Buffalo hasn't shown me anything yet. Open. I got to go with New England. I mean, this is the same thing that played into what we what happened for the Patriots to get a win last time. I want cold weather football. I want ground and pound football. Buffalo cannot ground and pound. And if Josh, if uh, Josh Allen is hurting, those hits are only going to hurt more when he's running when it's negative whatever degrees out and your hands are cold as all hell and your body's cold as all hell. They're going to give him that work, and I, I don't know if he's up to the challenge. So I'm going to go with New England. All right, we'll see how that goes. Uh, first matchups on Sunday, Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. I think this is kind of an easy one here. Tampa Bay should definitely uh, win this one. I know they're not the same team what they once were to start the year. Chris Godwin's out with it with that ACL, as we know. AB is – doing ab things he's not there uh so but either way i'm gonna i'm gonna go buccaneers uh obed who you got <laughs> i'm going buccaneers oh here he goes he's gonna get the strip tease get the strip tease he said you're out you're done <laughs> you're gonna go hype up the crowd this is trying to mimic ab right now yeah i have an ankle injury yeah i have an ankle injury guys <laughs> they said well they numbed him up they said they gave him that good stuff and numbed him up uh but and uh, the, the security Security said they thought he was a dude that jumped from the stands so they realized <laughs> he was hilarious. <laughs> um, but it's Tampa Bay. I mean, they've got the stuff to win this game. Philly is, you know, hey, Philly's going to make some plays. I don't don't doubt that. But Tampa Bay's got enough to get the W here. Chris. Honestly, guys, um, I talked to Sherm about this earlier. I actually think this will be a lot closer than what, what we all think. If Philadelphia runs the ball like they are, which they're a top five rushing team in the league, it's going to keep this game close. I think Tampa Bay pulls it out, but I'm talking four to five, six points at most. Okay, San Francisco at Dallas is the next one. Um, I'm going to go to a Dallas. Dallas has been one of the top tier teams in the league the entire season. Dak Prescott, you know, has been – had had his ups and downs this year. Um, I think we can all agree upon that. But I think overall Dallas is a better team. You've got a defensive rookie of the year, possibly in Micah Parsons, if not defensive player of the candidate, candidate in Micah Parsons. Um, you know, two-headed monster at wide receiver with Cooper and uh, Lamb. I'm going to go Cowboys. Obed? I'm going Cowboys. I mean, they, the best thing about them is that defense definitely took a slump the last couple of weeks. But, you it know, did. I think yeah. they'll, I think they'll figure it out because they've just been too good. And again, this is this is the Jimmy Garoppolo show. He is going to have to make plays. And yes, he made plays against uh, the L.A. Rams. But that game, to me, really comes down to the coaches. Uh, and I think Kyle should be able to come out here and make some plays. But uh, excuse me, coach a good game. But I can't. I can't put Dallas down at home with yeah. the offensive power they have. Yeah, Chris. Honestly, I think, guys, we're all in agreement that Dallas is the better team and they should yeah. win. Don't yeah. ask me why. Sometimes you have yeah. to go on gut feelings, and I have no stats yeah. to back this up. I think San Francisco is going to pull it off. Mm. I just have this gut feeling that San Francisco is going to pull. Honestly, uh, honestly, I, I would do. love to see it just to shut all yeah. the Cowboys fans down because they're yeah. one of the most annoying fans. Brandon Ayuk, hundred some odd yards last week. Like you I know said, they're yeah. getting plays from from uh, the the tight end there, uh, uh, tight end University's finest. Um, I just don't know. I just don't know. It's it's hard for me to say that it's not Dallas because I know the better defense is going to be with Dallas. And yeah. when you got Jimmy Garoppolo on the other side, he's going to at least throw you one. 
And if they take yeah. that to the house, I think it could be a difference maker. Yeah, for sure. Um, Chris, your squad, the Pittsburgh Steelers, going up against the Kansas City Chiefs Saturday night. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to go with the Chiefs all the way here. This one, like you said before, even Ben doesn't think they got a really good shot in this one. I'm saying the Chiefs win this one by at least 15. Chris? I mean, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers obviously win this double digits. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of 2005 Pittsburgh Steelers. My, <laughs> my, my bad, guys. My bad. Um, yeah, no. I mean, come on, guys. This is, It's almost kind of a joke. I feel bad, too. Even this was, even this was in Pittsburgh, it might be a little closer. Um, I mean, there's too much. Too much. I mean, unless Tyreek Hill gets hurt or someone else, some other devastating injury for the Chiefs, they're going to win this by 13, 14 points. Oh, bad. It's, it's going to come down to the defense. I think Pittsburgh would have a chance in here to at least keep it close if the defense plays well, because you're expecting you're expecting Ben Roethlisberger to put he's got to put at least 30 on the board he knows that and he knows that he can't do that so I'm going to go with not anymore not yeah yeah unfortunately this probably will be Big Ben's last game in the NFL and he wasn't a hell of a career guys yep um and the last one Monday night Arizona at LA another uh NFC West rematch here you know I have to stick with LA um, yeah. I picked them in the beginning of the year to go to the Super Bowl and win it all. So I'm sticking with them right now. Um, I think overall, I mean, even just defensively, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, you know, offensively, OBJ, Cooper Cup, probably going to be off- offensive player of the year. Yeah. More experience, better quarterback in Matthew Stafford over Kyler Murray. I got to go Rams, Obed. Oh, I absolutely got to go Rams. I don't know what Arizona is doing. Uh, they just completely fell off. They were supposed to beat this Rams team coming out of a bye and just blew that game under under. Um, so I, I'm going to go with LA. I think Sean McVay looks, looks a little suspect on coaching going up against, Sean, uh, against Kyle Shanahan last week. But I just think that especially guys like Od- Odell, Odell Beckham Jr. When's the last time Odell saw playoff football? He's ready to come out here and make plays. And I think he's going to be a difference maker for them. Yep. Chris, what you got here? No, 100%. I mean, look at Arizona. You know, I mean, over the last two, three years, they always get off these hot starts or they're a solid team. Like they were the best team in the NFL through week eight. Uh, I think they had one loss at that point. And now it's just been like, they had, what was it, Obed, four or five straight weeks, they could have clinched the playoffs, but they just couldn't win a game. It was like, (laughs) what is going on with you guys? So, I mean, uh, you know, you know, it's, isn't it interesting enough how much the difference of old man Larry Fitzgerald would have made on this team this year? Not saying he would have been a difference maker every game, but yeah. that one or two catches you need to yeah. secure the win. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He could have done it. And I mean, yeah. he was, he was, I don't know why he didn't come back. He had his personal reasons, whatever. They didn't call him. They apparently said well, he didn't and he, call and him. He's, and he's, still he's not, he's he's not, not officially retired. retired. Yeah. No, so like, he said, I'm available. If y'all need me, call so, me. I mean, long story short, so with this game, I'm with y'all. This is a trifecta, three in a row. I would say the Rams are going to win this game. So. All right, look, looking like the – well, well you know, Ben and I went with all the home teams, Chris. I know you went with about the upset with San Fran. But yep. we'll see how it pans out. Well, folks, that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word of Entertainment. Chris, thank you for being here once again and Appreciate joining you. us. Uh, Obed, any last words for the people before we head out? It's tax season. You know, remember that you worked out of your home for quite some time. Go call yourself a 1099 employee and get yourself some deductions. Uh, put Turn that money into, into crypto. Turn that money into FNFTs. Let's make some money this year, guys. Let's yeah, go. buddy. That's, how, that's what it is. Folks, don't, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the WWENT for Obed and for Chris. I am sure we will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.